Welcome to the Progressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, personal development and business coach, and each week I'll be bringing you an inspiring personal message to help you unlock creating and living a life full of energy and happiness. And today I'm joined by Rebecca Kimberly, therapist and psychological life coach. Rebecca and I met at the Coaching Academy Awards last year. She won Best Newcomer and I was receiving my award for CPD. Today we're going to be just sharing a few ideas around mental health, how coaching helps in a therapy capacity as well, and looking at coaching in terms of forward-facing and the work we do with our clients. So I do hope you enjoy and please, as usual, leave your comments, likes, and please share if you know it will help somebody else. Welcome, Rebecca Kimberley. Thank you very much for joining me today. So we met at the Coaching Academy and yes. specifically the Coaching Academy International Awards last year where um, you won Best Newcomer of the Year. Well done to you. Thank um, you. And I did my CPD one as well. So it was an amazing well done. Team, wasn't it? Oh, it was amazing. Absolutely. So right. shocked and happy and all of that. It was like that Oscar moment, wasn't it? When you're like, they called my name, you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about you because it's it's always I can say um, what I know of you and how we met as well but actually it's mm. nice to hear you talk about your story so share yeah. with us what you do. So I'm Rebecca Kimberley I'm a psychological life coach and training as a cognitive behavioral therapist I'd say um, as an overall thing of what I do kind of help my clients to give themselves permission to let go of the baggage that they've been holding on to so emotional baggage typically from um, traumas that they might have gone through or personal hardships overcoming mental health difficulties and exploring different evidence-based methods to kind of help them process their pain and hardship and start their journey back to themselves so that's really where my coaching is kind of focused and then working within the NHS I'll be working with people uh, with depression, um, loads of anxiety disorders such as OCD, PTSD, GAD, um, health anxiety, social anxiety, quite a varied range. Yeah, it is. And I guess like we've spoken before, so similar to where I volunteer with Shout, and if anybody ever needs Shout, they support in that moment of crisis with mm. mental health. And all you got to do is text 85258 and text Shout and reach out to one of us. But when you say baggage, how do you start to unpack that from a therapy side into a coaching perspective? Because they're very different, aren't they? Yeah, they're very different. I think what it is, it's when um, that baggage can be anything. It can be limiting beliefs, which we would work on in coaching. It could also be, um, you know, trauma, trauma symptoms, which we wouldn't deal with in coaching. But I think that's the kind of beauty of having that space where you can explore that and work with both because often these people have had therapy um, before and for some reason it hasn't necessarily been helpful or um, it was kind of helpful for one thing and they're really kind of wanting to work with a coach um, to help them move forward and so it's trying to kind of unpack those things so that we can start to kind of move them along that journey moving forward um, working in a way with somebody who is qualified to to help that and work with that. And what do you think is the biggest challenge for people at the moment and probably where they're struggling coming out of, you know, COVID and yeah. anxiety and we talk about um, a mental health pandemic hitting us potentially, where are people most struggling? Do you know what? I think, 
I guess there has been a lot in the media and social media about people struggling with this kind of returning back to work and life as it was before, a bit of anxiety around that. And even at the beginning of lockdown, adjusting to that. I think something that I've seen a lot with um, my clients is that this kind of thing of you've been generally coping okay and then life slows down you're indoors a lot you're at one with your thoughts you're realizing that everything is not okay that you've been holding a lot a lot on um and you just don't want to deal with it anymore like you realize that you need to talk to somebody about it that you need some support with it i think that's something as well when life is so busy we just forget um what we're going through or you're just kind of coasting through and it's not until you kind of have that taken away that you realize okay there, there's some stuff I've got to deal with here yeah and what's the emphasis in terms of like you said kind of you want to unpack and look into your thoughts a lot what emphasis would you have on especially in terms of looking at the past versus then actually how do you how would you then look at why right, we're going to move forward now and the forward facing mm. part of coaching how would you go about I that? would say it's always kind of starting with where they want to go um so we do a lot of work on trying to identify what their goals are you know where we generally with coaching where we are kind of looking at what has been holding us back um in order to kind of move forward we're always starting with the beginning like what do you want um from this what do you want moving forward Mm -hmm. where they're at at the moment and just kind of assessing if there are anything that they're going through at the moment that is going to prevent them from doing so so every approach um is going to be very different based on who is sat in front of me and what they're needing at that point yeah um because often it might be that you know we just need a session or two working on those things that are holding them back and then we're kind of moving into the coaching moving them forward bringing back those techniques that we've spoken about and applying them into the current situation sometimes it's that they need a lot more time to kind of process those things but we're always then kind of keeping the future in mind so then it wouldn't be pure coaching for that person for example yeah and it's um it's interesting what you say around kind of spending the time looking at those and I think some people can struggle with that at times of coaching that it's not a quick win and it isn't necessary I think people think that they're going to rock up for the hour and they're gonna you know I always use the analogy you don't go to the gym and get abs in your first session you go exactly in the hard work when you go home and you eat the nutrition you need to when you then keep your training plan consistent and the same with you know working out so again with coaching when they come to you and they're like well how long is the session what am I getting it's like well it's it's very dependent it's all about you it's moving you yeah. and closing that gap but it's it's really helping you just almost I would love working parts just really breaking down the steps and exactly the same probably what we've experienced with coaching Definitely. is that we over think and we let our thoughts lead us which are sometimes are um, not our conscious thoughts and we get overwhelmed then we get kind of that anxiety kicking in and it's about working with somebody and slowing it down and looking like you say really getting into limiting beliefs goals and then working backwards to what are you going to be focusing on now kind of what's the next few actions over the next period make a real difference to somebody can't it definitely definitely and I think that's what's really important is being able to kind of have the space to work on that um because I think what tends to happen it's definitely what's happened with me is that you kind of keep reaching that same point and you're kind of going on a spiral so yeah you can get towards the goals but if there is something that is making it a lot harder for me it makes a lot more sense to work on that so that you're almost effectively 
teaching someone how to deal with that problem as they come up it again mm. not just kind of trying to kind of push on through for some people that's going to be really helpful and it's going to work and those people don't tend to come to me because they know that what they need is you know that the whole therapy side doesn't appeal to them or for whatever reason and that's fine but often it's a lot of people that have kind of tried coaching or tried some approach but know that there's something a bit more that's holding them back um and again have had therapy before or sometimes they haven't and they're just scared to try and they don't need therapy in that sense um, but could do with some support yeah it's really interesting when people come to you and think they're not quite sure which ones they need you have to be about that therapy doesn't tap into it's more forward facing with the coaching Mm -hmm. and you know I'm not one to ever go and say that I'll just work with someone for the sake of for me it's about if they're not the right client or I can't really help them I'll I'll make that clear but there's so many coaches and this is how like we've obviously started working together like for this today and just you get to know who is expert within their field and I often say that sometimes we, you might not feel the rapport with myself and that's absolutely mm. fine, be honest about that. But there may be a great coach that I actually know that really could help you and tap into that for you. And yes. I think that's really key as well with kind of, I always say that they talk about the mindset and having great people around you and obviously having that, it's not about a woo-woo positivity, but mm. it, it is keeping our own mental health and attitudes, states of mind, stable focused as well and that's been a challenge as well isn't it when you're working with somebody definitely yeah what would you say have been would be your kind of top tips for people that are really struggling at the moment in terms of like the covid lockdown yeah. situation or just I mean, general... like you that's an example great example of people that they've got used to that and then suddenly mm. it's, that's going to change and it's almost like the habits change but in a really quick rate compared to what habits may change if we were focusing on them and definitely so what would you think would be your tips of advice to help people i'd say definitely as best as you can make it gradual so you know one of my biggest fears personally is having to kind of go straight back into work and straight back into life um Mm. just as quickly as we kind of entered lockdown but if you can have that space to just kind of slowly start expanding you know going out again and going to the shops a bit more and going to see people a little bit more and things like that I think that can really help and also not trying to be careful with your kind of routine and your schedule as well so I think that for a lot of us we may realize that our routines before were just not working for us for whatever reason but it was all we had and now we've been presented with a completely different alternative and I'm like my gosh I worked way too hard or you know, certain things just wasn't working. So remember that because sometimes we just forget, you know, you go on holiday, it's great. You come back and then you forget what an awesome trip that you've had. It's just yeah. how you work, right? <laughs> it's good, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So hold on to those moments where, you know, realizing where things aren't working um, and kind of create this new normal. We don't have to go back to the way that things were before. If they were working well, then that's great. But for a lot of us, there might be things that we need to adapt. And I think now is the, the great time to do that. Yeah, I love that. I think as well that we have definitely been able to reevaluate what we have and how we want things. And especially like you say, I'm, I'm a big believer at the moment in kind of setting up a morning routine and even mm. it's really tough. The morning yeah. routine, I've noticed, like you say, actually there was things where I was like, why am I getting up at five every day? Like 
I don't know that I need no, to I, yeah. do this. But actually, I, I, I always talk about the fact I, get, I don't get enough sleep and it impacts the, the love I have for training. So why don't I sleep for seven hours in seven? Why don't I get up and then start a day? There's nothing wrong with that. And exactly. really feeling, I think, removing, and I was just talking about it with a client earlier, removing perfection and really allowing to feel okay with progress yes and again this is where the coaching can come in terms of breaking down the steps and that it's not going to be an overnight it's not going to be potentially maybe a month or three months it might be longer than that that's fine let's work with that let's you know go on that yeah. together absolutely yeah no it's really interesting so kind of what are you focusing on going into the next six months then how have you felt the shift like we've just talked about there people's mindsets has mm. been and does that change kind of where you want to go for work and coaching in terms of with me yeah I, I'm not sure actually I feel like um it's definitely a journey and it's it's always changing yeah. I think the more that you're coaching the more that you realize oh yeah I really like you know this area and then um you kind of start to then fig- figure it out and feel your way out. I'm definitely a planner. So I'm like, by this time I need to know this. And by this time I need to know that. And I think this whole lockdown has just been really useful to just see what happens. Yeah. Um, and allow that kind of that flow to come to me because I thought I had it very clear when I was kind of thinking about, you know, working with people with mental health and how that was going to work. And it wasn't until I was doing it, I was like, actually, yeah, this kind of works and this doesn't work. So yeah still a work in progress I think and I think that's great because I remember like yourself like you feel like you've always got to have it known you, you know yeah. you, which you want the next two years it's like oh yeah I've got it all mapped out and in your head you think you know I haven't and <laughs> <laughs> like we were talking before that the social you know I have quite a stigma about social media being quite negative for people and actually mm-hmm. again it's not this um pink and fluffy but that people do have rubbish days it's it's normal yes. to say it's okay and it's it's okay not to be okay but the same as when we talk about saying be kind you can't keep saying it's okay and be kind and not have integrity and and feel that and do it and that's, that's it yeah exactly to express that and to feel that you're in environments and with people that support that as well definitely we just put this immense amount of pressure and I guess I've noticed that more even last year that like we're talking to people come to you that are starting their coaching journey or they're starting a new career or they're wanting to look at a new transition job wise and they come to you like you know they want the answers and it's like well the answer's in you exactly and enjoy the journey I never used to really trust that until I started doing coaching really and loving learning giving it a go not getting you know everything perfect or failing at a few things but i need to go again or having the worst sales call ever (laughs) and then thinking (laughs) uh, you know panic stations in your belly (laughs) people look at you and because you're confident or you're positive they think that you're not experiencing the same things as them and you know it's about breaking down the barriers and um and and ourselves i guess isn't it to be to be vulnerable it's a really big thing about that i remember and I worked with someone like yourself. I didn't know you at the time last year. And he was a therapist and a coach as well. 
And I specifically wanted to work with him because I wanted to tap into a few things from childhood and, you know, an obsessiveness around why I trained, you know, at 26 the way I did and the routines I got into, um, where you actually just then get burnout and it's just too much. And Mm. what I wanted was that, I guess, where I see that challenge in myself, you know, I know I can do it. I just need someone to help me break it down and get more clarity. I wanted that person that was, let's look at those, but then let's go right here we are now, the reality, how do we use those as a positive to drive us forward? And that's what Absolutely. I love about where you draw in therapy with the coaching. I think it's really powerful. It's very different. It as well. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. It takes time. And I was aware of that as a client. That I was like, this isn't going as quick as I want it to. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you've got to kind of be really mindful that it's a process that takes time and there isn't like a formula for mm. everybody. So some people, that process might be a lot quicker. For some others, it's not. I think some, one of the difficulties as well is that a lot of people, unlike straightforward coaching, might not have like this really specific goal. And I think that's okay because the person that you then become over the couple of months is not the same person that you were when you started. Mm. And so you're going to find out so much things about your inner self. You're going to really truly under know, like get to know yourself and understand yourself and realize, actually, I don't want that. That was somebody else's goal or that was, you know, what I thought I wanted when I wasn't in the best state of mind. And this is actually what I want. So it's, it's a lot about like discovery yeah, and I think that resonates so much. And then also you get to the point of having to let that go. Yes. And that's a big thing. Massive. And Definitely. saying that, like you just said, that that's not me. I don't attach myself to that now. Mm-hmm. This is who I want to become and this is who I can be and I'm working towards. And again, that kind of that shift in that mindset. And I guess some people, would you say some people struggle in that in between at times? Definitely. Yeah. Because there is a lot of letting go and learning new things and realizing, you know, you have to kind of let that go. And that is difficult to do because certain things, whether it's limiting beliefs or kind of things that no longer serve us or goals that we were trying to hold on to, that's hard. That's for a lot of things. That's all we knew for a long time. And so having to kind of try something new and unknown is very scary. Um, And it's something that you kind of start to develop over time a kind of tolerance to be able to dealing with that yeah no, it is, it's, it's, it's important I think that we are vulnerable like you said in terms of that we don't always know what we want and that people mm. do and and you actually connect with people more when you open honest and just say you know it's the same my you know my ideas changed my my business ideas have changed and what I want in life has changed and actually really I, what I love doing with clients is really just focusing on the the meaning of life to them mm. and often this is something that people just think well actually I'd rather just pay for a fitness coach for a bit and just feel happier there and because it's it's a quicker win sometimes and actually having to tap into who we are and yes. where we want to focus on our own development to really say you know I want to go and do this or I want to transition career-wise or um, I want mm. to be safe and I want to have more confidence and high self-esteem um, I'm in a relationship that I don't want to be in and you know I've, I've gone on this journey I guess I was drawn fitness so I work at fitness sometimes as well but it, it can massively change people those side of things and um, how they see themselves and how they show up definitely 
and then have an impact in their life as well with what they want like and then you start getting onto the what do you want goals wise that's even before yeah, exactly it's the irony and it's, it's it's allowing people again so then we go back and talk about it's not just a session it's I, I want it to be more like it's an experience so much yeah yeah absolutely I even get people a lot reach out for the academy um, and probably yourself likewise with mm. you know winning the last year um and rightly so I mean I did I did the same myself last year I was reaching out to those types of people that had done really well with the academy um and kind of asking but saying oh well, how long is it going to be and when can I pass it's like don't, just enjoy the journey learn it's love. so true yeah oh my gosh <laughs> you know, we put this pressure on ourselves to think everything right I'm going to give that a year right I'm going to give that six months and it's I'm like what's wrong with just having a something that's just enjoyable and you love it and you learn it and you get better at it definitely if I were to think about kind of what I was going to get out from doing this course right at the beginning it would not even be like anything close to what I'm thinking and what I've gone through now of course like you get the qualification but it's so much more than that and yeah. I think originally I was so focused on just finishing because I was like I'm studying as well and I'm working I don't have time I need yeah. to get it sorted and and I just got to a point halfway where I was really stressing myself out, trying to reach this like ridiculous deadline that I was trying to make for myself. I was like, but who are you doing that for? Yeah. Like, who are you doing it for? Nobody in my life absolutely cared about, you know, yet another qualification. Do, do what you want. Like, whenever you want to do it, there was absolutely no rush, but that was coming from me. Mm. and it wasn't until I just kind of put that down and just I think what stressed me out is I was unable to get onto an accelerator day that I, I wanted so that I could finish it in time yes. and it, it just kind of was just like oh okay well that's not going to happen anymore yeah just get over it and yeah. it felt so good from that point yeah I still managed to do it I look back now and it's like okay fine that's good and people will still tell me like you did it really quickly and in my mind I'm like yeah not quickly enough but yeah it's fine yeah, it's interesting. I think if I was to have changed one thing, I would have invested in the coach sooner myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because the, like, and like you were just saying, like what you can achieve, almost what you can achieve in a year, I look back and think, wow, like I didn't think I'd be here this time last year and where I am. And then, you know, everything's year, but I still think, wow, where am I going to be in a year's time? It's crazy. So crazy. Um, but it's exciting. But yeah, definitely having somebody you know that I invested myself it was is a massive game changer for me um 100%. in terms of grounding me and um, getting more clarity and more, you know my ideas I, I find I have quite a fast-paced little mind <laughs> I have all these ideas and I know everything down and then I'm like I could do this I could do that and I'm like I've really worked recently in terms of not feeling overwhelmed to just streamline and that even goes to mm doing that Facebook call, the Instagram call, in terms of who I follow, does it serve me? Am I spending too much time and energy on TikTok? Um, mm. <laughs> wasted, it's fun, <laughs> but it's sometimes wasted as well when it's two hours of your week watching That's true. So, you know, you have to know what you're happy with as well. And you do have to have, you know, when I work with clients and we look at just their planners and stuff, so where's your downtime? Exactly. Like that first. That's the key. And it's downtime to you. So if that's reading a book and it's on self-development or it's on something that's more topical than just, you know, mm. reading just fun, um, then that's fine. 
but find what it means to you and again this is something so important. we're so worried about other people and comparing ourselves and what are they doing where are they at oh, i'm not there i'm not there yet yes. or when i have this when i have that opposed to just really being in the moment and that's so true. where i think a lot of anxiety comes from if people yes think forward facing your goals absolutely but don't hone in on those focus on the now the reality of what does the next three months look like that's it because you know we just kind of then get really pressured and feel anxious about just reaching the next thing and you will just become a goal getter and that's great but what, yeah. what does that mean yeah. like you're saying it's a lot about kind of the journey as well because if i were to think about all the goals one of my major goals was to kind of qualify as a clinical psychologist and that's something that I wanted like seven years ago it's now something that's going to happen in three years and if that's all I was focused on the whole 10 years would just be a complete like nothing matters until that point but you kind of need to enjoy the journey of it you can still have this long-term goal in mind but what do I want right now like how do I want my life to be like not right now not just when I get this thing because then it would just be like right what's next you yeah. know just a string of things and that's that's not fun who kind of inspires you? Mm. Oh, that's a really good question. We could go very kind of cliche and say things like, yeah. so I'm, a, I'm absolutely obsessed with Brendan Bouchard at the moment. And mm. again, that's where I'm trying to streamline. It's just focus on a couple of people and that's it, because otherwise I can go on somebody else's idea. And I just think sometimes it's more powerful and more serving to me, but just almost like go back to like uni style of just studying yeah so oh I would say that's such a good question I've never actually thought about it but I'd have to say um Michelle Obama oh yes yeah yeah she's a great woman yeah and so her that, that's why I always start my podcast with kind of like you tell your story because she said on her opera um I don't know if you've seen that Netflix um the yes yeah and then I think it was a story with Michelle so if anybody hasn't seen that on YouTube it's absolutely phenomenal and she was talking all about her journey and her story and that's what opera was saying that you know and I think and that's what Michelle said that our stories connect us so important yeah. And it is. And sometimes I think that people forget that or they think it's uh, me talking about myself, my business. It's not, it's not about that. It's that you will then resonate with people and draw people in and help and then be able to. That's exactly it. Yeah. I think that's so important. And it kind of links uh, to another inspiration, uh, Brene Brown, about, you know, you, you get to choose how your story ends. Yeah. You can take control of that. And it's something I've been considering when I've like thought about putting myself out there as a coach and how open I want to be about things that I've gone through. And I've had so many people be like, no, you know, don't be so open about yourself. But I've, every single person who's read that has somewhat felt like they knew me and resonated with me and what I've gone through beforehand and feel even more kind of wanting to work with someone. Cause they're like, if you, if you went through all of that and you can kind of be who you are today, that's what I want. And I think that's so important. Yeah, and I think it draws into, um, so I do the business coaching side of things as well, it's that how you show up in your business, it's like you are yeah. the leader of your business, and I very much think sometimes people forget that in running a business, that you are the CEO, yeah. you are exactly. the leadership, and you do have to almost have that, you have that responsibility to, to do that for others. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. So, well, I do thank you for your time today. Give me thank you. your last question. I'm always very impressed. This is where my drama keeps oh. it makes people nervous, but I don't, I don't even want that. So, what are kind of, um, what would be, I always do things in threes as well. So, what are your kind of three top tips that you kind of share out of clients with coaching and therapy as a whole? It's a very broad question. Mm. It would help them. Number one, mm-hmm. you can never know yourself enough. Okay. Always get to know yourself. You spend out of any relationship the most time with yourself than anybody else. It's worth it. Yeah. So always spend time getting to know yourself. Be yeah. curious about yourself. Um, similarly, number two, invest in yourself. Yeah. Before anything else, because you are the most valuable thing that you have in your life. Yeah. Um, in, whether it's you, your business, whatever, put yourself first. And number three. Hmm. Number three is probably quite a big one, but I think it relates to the, the whole story thing. So when you've gone through a lot of things um, and, you know, in life, how that might impact on how you see yourself, just trying to kind of remember that, yes, these things have happened to you, but you can feel so empowered by taking ownership of that and finding a way to turn that pain into your power and moving forward. And it doesn't have to be in this major way that I've managed to do with my business and things that I've gone through, but even just kind of taking ownership of it um, so that you can move forward in any way is so empowering. And, you know, your story does not define you. Yeah. And I think that's that it's happened for you, not to you absolutely serving you and how you choose to again like massive um focus on the opportunities not the obstacles and the way we see things isn't it mm-hmm. choice about the decisions and that you make and the ways that you choose to see things in life so absolutely yeah, i love those three well yeah interesting so where can people find you they can find me on my website uh rebecca kimberly.com or instagram rebecca underscore kimberly.com well Kimberly. not .com but yeah amazing thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it no problem thank you thank you so much for listening to my podcast today and a huge thank you to rebecca for joining me i really appreciate your time if you haven't checked out my episode from last week i highly recommend you do it was all around moving forward from being stuck i'm going to put a little link in the episode description of this podcast please connect with me on all of my social media i'm at nasty pots coaching everywhere apart from my facebook community which is living a vibrant life and i want to hear from you so drop me a question share anything that you want to bring the community to life it can't be just me doing it it has to be everybody else success is not just from one person make sure you leave your review this has empowered you in any way and I'll leave you with this today no it's okay not to be okay exactly the same as we say be kind to yourself and to others but we have to actually take action on this and it's okay to reach out to people there is always someone there to listen always So have a great day, take action, and I will see you on the next episode.